0: You're listening to United Q podcast. We are brought to you by Pro Q, Kamado Joe, ThermoPen and Smoke with Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Komando Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen instant read thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the superfast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent.
1: And it's taco tuesday so me and dan were kind of racking our brains didn't take us very long to realize we knew the exact man for the job andy stubbs hey mate how are you hello nice how are you doing? yeah really good we uh we've we deem you the taco king in our eyes so we wanted you on the show for taco tuesday awesome i appreciate it so how, <laughs> <laughs> how is the world of andy low and slow it's pretty good to be fair. Um, Getting nice and busy now. The sun's shining, which makes
2: life a lot easier. Um, not battling against the rain or the smoke. So yeah,
1: life's pretty good. Good, good. And you said just as we picked up the phone, you're like, I've been making sausages.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've um, so
1: I'm working at
2: a small farm, um, near in the Cotswolds, So I'm kind of quite hands-on with all the produce. So today I've been up there. Um, making 70-day-age beef short rib sausages for a pop-up on Thursday night, which are pretty damn incredible, to be fair. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome.
0: That's been cool to watch, is, is, uh, or not watch, but see happening, is, is your sort of movement into uh, sort of really, really sort of, uh, I don't know, taking care of where your produce comes from and, and taking a real interest in, in that side of things as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it's something I've been working towards for quite a long time now it's just it's not that easy to do obviously it costs quite a bit more and it takes a lot more effort to source the meat from a small producer rather than getting it from big producers or getting the easy option of importing meat but in the long run it's a lot better it's a lot more sustainable and it's supporting british industry kind of thing so i'm in a good place i've got some really great produce i'm working with got a really good farm that I'm
1: working with. so
2: yeah it's all good awesome
1: amazing yeah, I've been seeing you do some awesome stuff. So keep up the good work, mate. Thank you. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let chat tacos then. Soon as it's Taco Tuesday. So you you are to me you're one of the masters of taco. I my first ever pig cheek taco was from you, and. It, I mean Big Bird, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, it changed changed my life <laughs> I came straight wow. home straight home and I was like right where do I get pig cheeks and turned out actually the butcher was like more than happy he's like yeah yeah no worries get loads of them and, and they were cheap as well so I was loving it well, i
2: have let you full circle now because I'm struggling to get good free range pig cheeks that aren't
1: really expensive so yeah yeah I think I think, re- uh, <laughs> no, I think you yeah, we probably ruined it for ourselves didn't we we made it so popular now that no, yeah. no yeah. it's not so.
2: <laughs> that's so easy. Next time
0: we'll keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my like pre, pre, or well for me it was sort of pre uh, taco explosion, where the whole world seems to have gone a bit taco crazy, and tacos are like everywhere. You were, you were already doing sort of doing your bit and and sort of uh, putting some some awesome uh, tacos out. So, so where were your influences from and 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 what what is a taco
2: to you? I think a lot of my kind of influences were obviously from my trips to Texas where we were eating a lot of Mexican food. And I just kind of got bored of, as much as I love Texas barbecue, I got bored of the science. So I just thought that there's so much beautiful British produce. So I could start adapting some of that produce that I'm getting over here and start using that to make Mexican science. And then... I just thought a taco is so much more interesting than putting my meat in a bun kind of thing. It's less heavy and it's just there's more skill in making a tortilla, especially when you're looking at making homemade tortillas, mixing up corn, making your own cremas, stuff like that. It's it's more of an interesting product and just more fun to eat. I think.
1: Yeah, definitely agree with you there. It's it is, and what what's the kind of the process? Like I haven't actually ever made my own tacos. I've seen people like talking about getting these taco presses and stuff like that, but what what's the kind of method that we would use to make our own taco?
2: To make your own tortilla isn't as hard as people think. I mean, we're, using, we're still using um, masa at the moment, masa harina, which you can buy in bags um, imported. So masa harina is the pre-made flour kind of thing. So it's just like making a flatbread basically, a little bit of fat, um, so like some good oil and then water, and it's just getting your recipe right, getting the right consistency, pressing them, and then figuring out how to grill them correctly without them falling apart. That's probably your biggest kind of missing. But then we're now taking the next step, influenced by what Nud um, at Breadhouse Tacos and Neil Rankin at Panfla do, and we're going to start to mix them our own corn, which is where we're going to be importing corn, boiling it in a lime solution, grinding it to a masa and then making the tortilla from that, which we've got to do. Wow. I think we're probably going to end up doing 1,200 portions of tacos at Meatopia this year, where we're doing um al uh, pastor taco, which is going to be horribly scary and loads of work, but should be pretty cool.
1: Amazing. Yeah. That will be awesome.
2: I hope
0: so. I think, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Fingers <it> was, crossed.
0: <laughs> I think there's a programme everybody feeds Phil on uh, on netflix it was i watched a, couple of while, a while back and he went to a, a taqueria and they were uh, grinding their own massa up and that was it was really interesting yeah. to watch and uh i mean that sounds that sounds amazing again taking another step back and and, and really looking at your produce so that's super cool
1: yeah that the yeah. bread yeah. Bredo's tacos that book i think you talked about you talked about it with us before and you got it, Dan, didn't you, just before you went away? Yeah. And I, I kept meaning to go, can I borrow that book while you go away? Because I can't imagine you're taking it with you and I could have used it, but I forgot to ask. Yeah, add. the book's incredible, <laughs> man.
2: Like, the book's really cool. Them guys, I love what those guys are doing. I love how they're pushing boundaries with tacos and not just, as well as like doing the original tacos, nuts making tacos that are like, different bringing in different influences like he's bringing in asian influences kind of thing so it's pretty cool for people i'm kind of like call myself unauthentically authentic tacos so i'm kind of like trying to just be a little bit creative have a little bit of fun with them and then stick to some original stuff as well
1: yeah yeah creative and real yeah (laughs) so what what would your what's your favorite if you were gonna have to choose your own favorite filling for your taco what's it gonna be
2: at the moment um the lamb taco that i've got on so i've got a pop-up on thursday where we're doing a tea crema um with a 14 day age lamb um shoulder that we're smoking overnight that's going to be served with um a green sauce um and some peaches and some wild so you get like crunchy kind of um, smoky lamb. It's not crunchy. Why am I saying crunchy? <laughs> it's um, like sort of smoky, soft lamb kind of thing. And then you've got like the pea crema, so which is obviously peas are banging season at the moment. And you've got that kind of balance of smoky meat and then sweetness from the pea and then a little bit of sour from the crema. Lovely. You mentioned a crema. Can, can you
0: explain what crema is to people who may not
2: uh, know? So creme is um, a homemade, it's kind of, I don't know whether you call it creme fraiche or sour cream, it's basically a a soured cream, so it's like Uh a fermented, um, it's double cream and buttermilk basically left um, for a few days till it sours, and then you thicken it with lime juice, and then you can flavour it with whatever you want kind of thing, so like we're going to be using peas, like a pea puree I'm going to make. Yeah. Sweet, just because pigs are in season and just uh, lighten up and freshen up the lamb dish uh-huh
0: yeah and also as well as like your whatever your main element whether it be meat or veg or whatever it may be for your taco also what what is important for a taco me is is it's that it's the whole mouthful so a taco obviously is the 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 vessel of a a mouthful so your actual taco yeah, itself then you've so. got your filling so you've got your you creamer. You've got your 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 main ingredient, and it's it's what you build up around it as well. So, like you you really go to town on some amazing uh, sort of different salsas that look just absolutely yeah, yeah, incredible.
2: Like, like the meat's so smoky and rich. So I like to have balance of like sour, salty, sweet. Very much like Asian food kind of thing. So balancing out that fat, rich meat yeah. with like acidity from salsas, um, and then having that creamy kind of dairy texture from um your sour cream or whatever and then obviously make it garnish it make it look nice using different herbs to add different freshness and stuff so yeah it's about like basically i look at a taco as in a whole dish so i'm yeah. building kind of instead of it just being a piece of meat it's it's a whole dish and a balanced dish kind of thing with yeah, all the yeah definitely items. definitely i mean that would be
0: my sort of uh advice from eating different tacos i mean i'm, I'm not any sort of uh any all. I'm just a barbecue little cook at home. No, you're not little. my <laughs> advice. So I'm not I, what I'm trying to say is I'm not claiming to be anyone here that knows <laughs> anything about tacos, but but my maybe thing would be is is to think of a taco in that way. Uh from my experience of eating some some tacos from around the world, which have been amazing. Is that something that I think in that mouthful is to think about the different flavours and the balancing out and, and what you can do uh within the, the vessel of the taco, basically.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I saw you've been playing
0: with some uh, fermentation. You've been looking at some kimchi recently, uh, which is super cool.
2: Yeah, I, did, I made my service batch um, last week after I had it in Texas um, from a guy called Leroy and Lewis, so I'm an in-school like kind of barbecue Texas guy. And um, I ate it with some lamb at Christmas, and it kind of... I'd never had it before with barbecue, and it just blew my mind. That kind of funky, busy, fermented chili flavour just works really well with barbecue. So that's a new addition um, to the menu this week, which I think is going to work really cool. Awesome, good
0: to see, and and more fusion bringing some things in, which is awesome. I mean, uh, Korean barbecues, absolutely awesome. I I love it. Something completely different, another completely different version of barbecue, which is which is cool. And, And kimchi, I just absolutely love it. Even just their kimchi soups and stuff are pretty wicked. So, yeah, that sounds epic, and it's great to see, again, you, you building your own things up and, and, and doing something different, which is which is epic, mate.
2: Yeah, man, I'm mean, just borrowing and getting inspired by people, making sure I pay my dues back to people. I'll always make sure I pay credit to, like, who I'm inspired by, not looking to rip anyone off, do you know what I mean? Just as a chef, I'm just looking to kind of be inspired by people and try to find my own way and my own dishes with a bit of creativity myself
1: definitely you're doing yeah, a good job yeah right? definitely completely agree yeah Cool. if we get back back to the kind of method thing it just maybe think Dan, about the post that I saw your if you like convey about putting all those chapatis through yeah. the other day like <laughs> you can do something like that with the taco situation can you yeah you know,
0: I've, I've actually I've, I'd be, I'd be, I've sorry mate go on <laughs> No, I am just saying that would be the dream would need to have a conveyor belt and a machine, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, this this thing was absolutely amazing. So we we were we were hand rolling out some some chapatis, and and basically there was thousands of people coming in per day eating. And uh, they were like, Well, we can never make enough chapatis to feed them all. So they got this machine. So after we had hand rolled a load, we went out and they showed us this machine. And literally they just chucked the dough in one end it breaks it into balls it ro- rolls the balls out rolls them out thinner Then it hits, sits on a conveyor belt that runs three times over the fire and pops out the other end of these like perfect patties and wow. it, it was that's, just epic it was super cool to see
2: <laughs> that's the dream right there man <laughs>
1: that's what you got that's what you need for meattopia <laughs> yeah
2: instead of Donna doing it it's a Donna- Donna- <laughs> machine at the moment yeah, yeah. big <laughs> up Donna, man yeah. yes <laughs>
1: You got your own machine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today, mate. We're only doing quick little episodes today. It's been great to chat with you. Great to catch up. Uh, good luck with thanks everything. Thank you. Again, um, no worries. Um, good luck with this season and have fun at Meatopia. And I'm sure you've got hundreds of other times you need to cook before then. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll get through it. It's all good, man. We'll catch up maybe at the end of the year and we'll do another podcast, man. Yeah, good. Yeah. Get, awesome. get us an update at the end of the season. <laughs> That'd yeah, be amazing. <laughs> awesome. All awesome, thanks, thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Sweet. Thanks soon. very right, much. Then. Ciao. Ciao to
0: you soon. Cool. Bye. Bye. You're listening to United Q Podcast. We are brought to you by Pro-Q, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and with Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow and gravity fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen instant read thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the spooky goodness, you provide the talent.